Hello everyone, thank you for listening or watching the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We've got another exciting show for you this week. We're going to go through the Premier League, Championship, League 2 and League 1. Best bets for the weekend and wrap them all up in a nice little treble at the end. We are sponsored by Team Matchbook. You can get a £30 money back as a free bet if you use the code TFB Podcast upon signing up to Matchbook. Uh, and as well, if you fancy your, your horse racing as well as your football, uh, mm. Matchbook have got a lot of content on the Cheltenham Festival as well uh, on YouTube, on their podcast. Uh, lots of anti-pro stuff going up on the website as well. So do check that out if you if you like your racing. Uh, Tom, how are you this weekend, mate? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Skinny docket for sure this weekend coming up, but we'll uh, we'll make do with what we've got. There's still some gems of quality in there. And then, yeah, last week's treble, uh, we'll cover it in more depth. But, yeah, agonisingly uh, fell by just the one leg. So, yeah, I'm ready to get stuck in, mate, with uh, with the return of Newcastle in Premier League action. Yep, so all the odds we're going to read out on the show today are taken from matchbook.com. And we're going to go through uh, each of the Premier League games one by one, then pick out our best bets from the EFL. So, yeah. As you say, Tom, Newcastle away at Manchester City to get us kicked off on Saturday at 12.30. 1.47 for City, 5.1 for the draw and 7.8 for Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle lost in the Carabao Cup final to Manchester United 2-0 last weekend. Um, so do you expect them to be a bit down and out for this one against Man City? Because you know, it's certainly a very tough reintroduction for them back into the Premier League after uh, the heartbreak they suffered last weekend. Yeah, a bit down and out, um, but also let's just kind of have a look at their form over the last eight games. You know, they've got a worse record than Nottingham Forest over the last eight games, just 11 points from eight games. Uh, This isn't where you want to go, is it? City, best home record in the league. Um, Yeah, City will win this, I think, comfortably. I think Newcastle are regressing a little bit, but you know there's no shame in that. Uh, if they can still snag a European spot, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, I'd agree. Um, City for me too at one point four seven. Moving on to the next game, then starts off with Arsenal against Bournemouth. Short price here for Arsenal, as you'd expect, at one point two five, seven point two for the draw, and fifteen point five for Bournemouth. Um, I think, obviously, I, I think Arsenal will win. I think they'll win fairly comfortably. We've seen them beat Everton 4-0 in midweek. We're recording on Wednesday night. They've they've just beaten Everton 4-0 prior to recording. So, done as Forest fans a favour there, um, getting a hammering on Everton before we play them at the weekend. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll win fairly routinely here. Bournemouth, again, struggling still away from home. I, they did win a fortnight ago away at Wolves. But, yeah, prior to that... Um, they have only won two of their 12 games this season away in the Premier League. Um, I think if you're going to get anything from this game, you've probably got to look into what handicap markets probably. So Arsenal minus minus one or minus two on the handicap. Um, just looking at that now on Matchbook, Arsenal, Arsenal minus two is 1.73. So um, yeah, you've got to go a, long, a fair way to get some, some value out of this game. Yeah, Bournemouth has scored just one. In their last six games on the road, which you just alluded to. Uh, last weekend, I tipped out Man City to win and both teams to score uh, when they were away at Bournemouth. And I'm going to kind of 
do the same but flip it on its head and say Arsenal to win and no. So that's Arsenal to win with a clean sheet. It's priced at 1.95. I mean, that is skinny, but uh, I think it will come in. Yep, I like it. Um, on to the next game anyway. Aston Villa against Palace. 2.14 for Villa, 3.45 for the draw and 4.1 for Palace. Um, Got to say, Tom, usually well on it with your social media clips uh, from the previous pod, but I thought you might have chucked one out there of my uh, Liverpool Palace draw tip at about 4.0 or whatever it was. Yeah, um, confession time. Um, <laughs> for work, I had to go to a conference that was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I was back in work on Monday. Uh, and the days were about 12 hours long each uh, with five hour <laughs> drives. So didn't just didn't have the time this week, mate. But uh, here's your moment. You can let all the, the viewers and listeners know that you uh, you called that last week. <laughs> no, it's fine. Absolutely fine. I'm only messing. Um, yeah, so... Tough game to call here. Um, 2.1. Did I read the prices already? No. 2.14 for Villa, the home side. 3.45 for the draw. And 4.1 for Crystal Palace away. Um, look, this is a Palace side. We haven't won in nine consecutive games now. Um, not scoring many goals. They've only scored three goals in the last five league games. Um, and Villa, I, I don't really know what I'm going to get from Villa from one week to the next. It's, they concede a lot of goals. We spoke about that quite a lot in recent weeks on the pod. But again, they are capable of scoring. And Ollie Watkins, is, in particular, is in really good goal-scoring form. Um, if you put a gun to my head and said pick a team, I'd probably bat Villa at 2.14. But it is by far, far from the strongest thing that I'm going to chuck out on the show this weekend. Do you know what? I'm, I'm a bit more okay with it. Um, I'm a bit more hot on Villa. Yeah. Uh, Palace are in a relegation battle. Absolutely make no mistake about that. Um, you know, they're only six points clear of the, the drop zone, no wins in nine, as you said, not scoring. You know, in the last four games, Villa have scored at least two, three times. And mm. the one time that they only scored one was at the Etihad against Man City, which I think we can kind of let them off. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, Villa have got enough firepower and Palace just can't answer to it. You know, they've got the, the joint worst record over the last eight games, just that those five points in those eight. So no, mate, I'm a bit more bullish on Villa uh, and above evens too. It's Yeah. The only thing that's kind of holding me back is Palace seems just to be a, a sticky team, if you like, in the fact that they're just grinding out draws. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. That, you know, the draws against Liverpool, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Manchester United. That's you know five draws in the last six games, and they've they've drawn against some some decent teams in that run. Um, so yeah, whilst they're not winning, they it looks like they they're a tough team in a way to to play against um, and to break down maybe. But yeah, I I don't know. Um, Villa is is the one we both go for, but mm. yeah, not a strong one for me, but. We'll see. Yeah. Um, into the next game anyway. Brighton against West Ham. 1.85 for Brighton. 3.9 for the draw and 4.7 for West Ham to get the victory. Um, this is one of those games where I feel like you do a bit of research and 
you find surprising statistics, at least in terms of the head-to-head for me. Um, Brighton haven't lost in 11 consecutive games against West Ham. Um, West Ham haven't kept a clean sheet in 11 consecutive games against against Brighton, so no nil-nils in that, in that run for Brighton. Um, you have to go all the way back to uh, 2012 till the last time that, that West Ham beat Brighton. Um, I'm going to stick with the trend, personally. Um, Brighton to win, 1.85. West Ham, whilst they got a good win last weekend against Forest, Forest were pretty hopeless and, and collapsed after the first goal went in. Um, away from home, West Ham have been very poor. Uh, no wins since since September um, away from home. So, yeah, poor away record. And even though Brighton aren't firing all cylinders and not quite as hot as they were, I think they can get the job done this weekend and get back on track. So, Tom, um, in 18 games, there have been two occasions where they haven't scored. Obviously, one was when they recently lost to Fulham. Can you name the other one? Against the Mighty Reds. Yeah, yeah. Nil-nil against the Forest where they absolutely battered them as well. So that's 16 of 18 uh, games they've managed to score Brighton. And then West Ham, it's six of their last seven that they've managed to notch a goal. The only time they didn't was a defeat uh, the other week against Tottenham. Uh, I'm going to go for both teams to score at one89 uh, matchbook uh, on the Matchbook Exchange web on the Matchbook website, um, we've got one point eight nine for yes and one point nine nine for no. So it's a really tight market, but uh, I can see both teams scoring for sure. Um, it certainly helps that West Ham managed to get a goal at Old Trafford in midweek. Mm. Yeah, strong both teams to score head to head stats as well. Seven of the last eight games have been both teams to score between the two sides. So yeah, I do like that. Um, as well. Maybe combine them. Brighton to win and both teams to score. Um, anyway, up next, uh, Chelsea against Leeds. Interested to hear your thoughts on this one. We've got Chelsea at 1.69. Crikey, these Chelsea prices are far too short week in, week out, aren't they? Yeah. 4.1 for the draw and 6.0 for Leeds. Um, Leeds winning last weekend in the first game under new manager Javi Gracia. Uh, and Chelsea again, um, didn't win. They lost 2-0 to Spurs. So, yeah, uh, winless in six consecutive games now, Chelsea. Only one goal scored in those six games. Um, what do you think to this one? I don't really know. Um, two words. Javi Gracia. Um, I just, I just, you know, whenever new managers come in and things change at clubs, I like to see how it pans out a little bit before I start putting my money against it. Um, obviously we've seen him win in the Premier League and we've seen him lose in the FA Cup um, so I'm just not 100% sure what I'm going to get from him uh, I just know uh, that that Chelsea price is absolutely laughable yeah completely agree uh, maybe an undershout uh, obviously Chelsea struggling to hit the back of the net as we've mentioned um, under 2.5 is priced at 1.98 that might be Something to go for under 3.5, Yeah, I certainly can't see it being a goal fest. Okay, uh, final three o'clock then to talk about is Wolves against Spurs. 3.5 for Wolves, 3.5 again for the draw and 2.3 for Tottenham. 
Um, I hope you've got some kind of idea as <laughs> to what's going to happen in this game because I sure yeah. haven't. Yeah, we're looking. I mean, obviously, looking at the game, the first thing that that leapt out at me was you know the the Tottenham kind of coin toss. Are they going to be on it or not? And then I looked at their last three away games where they've lost to uh, three different teams in three different competitions where they've lost to Sheffield United of the Championship just tonight as we record. Uh, AC Milan, who are having a pretty bad season in Serie A as defending champions. And then they lost 4-1 to Leicester and Leicester are in a relegation battle. So, yeah, not 100% sure what's going to happen. When there's Harry Kane, there's a chance, but you know they're, they're clearly not on it away from home. And the kind of Wolves reliability that we saw when uh, when Lopetegui came in, it, it's cooled off ever so slightly, I would say. Yeah. Um, just one thing that I, that I had noticed in terms of the trend um, is that Wolves' last eight consecutive home games, uh, that's across all competitions, have not been both teams to score. So they've either lost to nil or won to nil. Um, so both teams to score, no, to make it a ninth consecutive game is 1.98. Um, but yeah, in terms of the result, I have not got a clue. <laughs> Finally then for Saturday, we've got Southampton against Leicester. Southampton are priced at 2.82. The draw is 3.45 and Leicester 2.74. Um now, this is, these are two sides who, again, we've just seen in midweek in the FA Cup have had a torrid time of it. Southampton lost at home to League 2 Grimsby 2-1. Um, and Leicester lost at home 2-1 to Championship Blackburn. So, yeah, this is another one. Just... <laughs> okay, DJ Khaled. Uh, I, was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to mention the 9-0. I think, isn't it the... This is one for uh, for those who like their their cliches, but isn't this the uh, you know tradition where you have to mention nine nil in this fixture? It seems like yeah, that's yeah. My, my bad. I should have done, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, that that that's a bit of an own goal from you, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I I just have no idea. I just I I don't mean to be a fence sitter, but I'm still learning about who's even in charge at the minute. What's his name? Uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still learning, learning about him. Um, Leicester, I haven't trusted them all season. Uh, yeah, avoid like the plague. Tell you what, yeah. though, the punters on Matchbook know what they want. 15 quid has been put on Southampton. 16 quid has been put on Leicester. And 469 quid has been put on the draw. So maybe they know something we don't. Well, if you're not sure, go right down the middle lane. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, let it, let, I just think Leicester struggles so much with no James Madison, don't they? I, I, I would yeah, never back yeah. a Leicester side away from home, especially without James Madison if he's injured again for this game. Amen. Uh, right, moving into Sunday then, the biggest game of the weekend, Nottingham Forest against Everton gets us kicked off at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, 2.78. For Forrest to get the win, 3.15 for the draw and 3.0 for Everton. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident. I'd, I don't know if I should be after we lost 4-0 to West Ham last weekend. But the home form is, is key for us, isn't it? As we've said time and time again on the pod, um, unbeaten at home since, since September. 
We're on a fantastic run of form. Last home game nabbed a point against Man City. Everton have just been beaten by Arsenal 4-0 in midweek. Um, so that's not going to help them. They're another team much better at home under Dyche than they have been away from home. I think off the top of my head, they've lost every game they've played away from home so far, which has been two out of two, I think. Two out of two, correct. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a t- the City Ground's a tough place to go. It's a fantastic opportunity to get a win for Forest at home to, um, you know, a relegation rival and put seven points between ourselves and Everton. Um, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people on Forest Twitter saying, oh, but Dyche has been in the stands for half the season watching the team. He's going to know us inside and out. I, I don't buy that argument, to be honest. Um, you know, every Premier League team has got analysts upon analysts, access to all the video footage of every match for every other team. So if you're in the stands or watching it on the TV, for me, it doesn't matter. You know, every every game is going to be analysed to within an inch of its life by each team. So I don't think that's a factor for me. Um, but yeah, I, I think Forrest can get the win here. How about you? No, I totally agree with your argument there. Also, if he was watching us 12 weeks ago, the amount of injuries we've had since then, it's a different team anyway. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think like a Fleetwood Town fan, like a Stoke City fan, like a Ipswich Town fan. Not someone who has emotional connections to the club. I've I've seen Forest ride their luck and be on a slow decline, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm gonna really quickly analyse the last kind of six games or so. Uh they beat Leicester 2 0 at home. That was the first warning sign for me. Leicester had a ton of chances at nil nil. Uh, Bournemouth away, completely not of the races first half. Forest, of course, have the, the worst home record in the top four divisions in England. Um, beaten by Man U at home in the Carabao Cup. Didn't really lay a glove on them. Did okay. Uh, completely uh, passive in a 2-0 uh, away defeat to Man U in the semi-final. Uh, a 1-0 win against Leeds. A wonder goal from Brennan Johnson. And some really key crucial saves at 0-0 leads with the better chances. Fulham away 2-0. Good second half, but completely not at the races first half. Perhaps injuries uh, to blame there. A 1-1 draw against Man City, where Man City should have won 4-0, probably 4-1. Just absolutely inexcusable finishing and freaks uh, from Haaland there. And then West Ham 4-0. It's 0-0 at 70th minute. Forest collapse, 4-0. Uh, I don't see an upwards trajectory at all for Forest at the moment. I see them riding their luck, and I, as a Forest fan, won't be backing them this weekend. I, I don't rate Everton either. I think this will be an absolutely horrendous game, and it's going to be uh, decided on a mistake, or, as I mentioned, like a wonder goal from Brennan Johnson or something like that. Um, I'd be shooting for a draw, maybe uh, 3.15, perhaps even nil-nil. Um, I just I don't see Everton wanting to do anything other than avoid defeat, and I don't think Forest have been playing well enough over the last six games or so. Yep, completely fair. Um, it's hard to disagree with anything, any of your analysis there, um, but yeah, maybe in my pick. Um, Heart rules overhead, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, finally, then we've got 
Liverpool against Manchester United on Sunday. 2.54 for Liverpool, 3.75 for the draw and 2.88 for Manchester United. Um, I, I'm intrigued to hear what your thoughts on this one are. Something that we could potentially factor into this one and surely it's going to become a factor at some point. The rate of games that, on the amount of games that Manchester United are playing at the moment. Um, I was just looking, that they've been playing a game every three or four days since the start of February. Um, in the same period of time, Man U have played nine games, Liverpool played six games. Um, Manchester United also, after this game, will maybe have half an eye on their Europa League match against Real Betis. Um, I, yeah, I just don't know. Is it all going to catch up to Man U at, at some point or is momentum just going to keep driving them on? Um, yeah, I, I was not sure where to go with this game in terms of teams to win on the nose. I was thinking more along maybe a goals angle. I'm all, I'm in on Man U. Yeah. Um yeah, you raise a you raise a really good point that I hadn't thought about the amount of games. It's, it's interesting. I wonder how many times Klopp would have come out and complained and moaned and used it as an excuse. Um but Ten Hag mm. just seems to get on with it and just seems to get him and his team have their head down, they don't mention anything in the media and if you don't mention it in the media, it slips by. Like I, I <laughs> Hadn't even thought about that. Um, so I think not being an insider on the Man U camp, I think Ten Hag is just going to keep keep going, keep the team focused, keep them motivated, not give them an excuse. Kind of like Steve Cooper, Tom, with all the injuries, you know. Mm. He doesn't want to talk about it. It's not an excuse um, that he wants his players to use. Liverpool, yeah, they've been a bit better at home uh, in the Premier League, but you know, let's be honest, a nil-nil draw with a terrible Chelsea, a two-nil win over Everton. Everton were absolutely pathetic in that game. Uh, a two-nil win against Wolves, who we just mentioned have dropped off a bit, and a humiliating defeat to Real Madrid. Um, Man United aren't Real Madrid, but I don't think they're that 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 far off. Um, it's a high caliber of opponent that Liverpool have, and even though they've only lost one game at Anfield this season. You know, I'm I'm back in United here. I, I, I just don't see any reason why anyone would would back Liverpool unless they're, you know, a fan and they're, they're invested in some way. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, another thing to consider: Manu have played 15 games this calendar year. They've scored at least two goals in 14 of those 15 games. So maybe if you're not confident enough putting Manchester United to win on the nose, you could. Go Manchester United over one point five goals, something like that. Um, mm. Just, you know, yeah. I, I guess that brings a, a high scoring draw into play as well for you. Um, so yeah, I, I think I might go that way personally. Yeah, so, I think that's smart. Yeah, completely. See, I could completely see Manchester United winning, like like you say. Um, okay, final game then to talk through in the Premier League comes on Monday. Brentford against Fulham. Brentford price at 2.06, 3.85 for the draw and 3.9 for Fulham. Um, how do you think this one's going to go? I mean, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, West London derby. Uh, both teams to score is what I've got wrote down here. I wasn't surprised to see that it was 1.78, to be honest with you. Uh, I had a feeling that the the bookies would agree. Uh, do you know what? Actually, if you if you kind of betting on sequences, 
then in the last six games, there's actually only been one game for Fulham and two games for Brentford that have been both teams to score. Um, mm. But I'm actually looking at the overs market as well uh, in terms of research for both teams to score. So 64% of Fulham's games this season have been over 2.5 and Brentford are looking at 52.17. Um I just think with the players that are going to be on the field, the performance of Tony and Mitrovic is, is dropping off a little bit. Um, but obviously, he still had a great season. Manuel Solomon has, has kind of come to the fore a little bit. So, yeah, this is ninth against seventh. This, this is two teams more than capable of hitting the back of the net. And it should be an entertaining one, I think. Yep, agreed. Uh, right, let's just have a moment to talk about Matchbook again and and how you can get that sign-up offer, and then we'll go through the Championship League 1, League 2, picking out our highlights from each division. Yeah, we're really grateful to Matchbook for their continued support of the pod. Uh, they've got an exclusive sign-up offer available, um, and it's a £30 back as a free bet if you first bet losers. So if you do fancy a, a hit on Man United, for example, um, at the price that they're, they're listed at this weekend, and you want a bit of security... Open a new account with Matchbook. Uh, use the promotional code TFB Podcast, as in the football betting podcast. You stick your money on Man U at a decent price. If it wins, great. If it doesn't win, then you'll get that back as a free bet to reinvest into something else. So, uh, obviously, the entire show and the offer is at over 18s only, and we ask you to gamble responsibly. Uh, but, of course, uh, you'll need that promo code if you want to move forward, if you're in a position to do so. TFB podcast. Cool. Yeah. Uh, please do check that out. Um, okay. So, uh, championship then. Let's get started with our favourite league. Hmm. I say sarcastically <laughs> in English football. Um, always a tough uh, fixture list and set of fixtures I tend to find in the championship. This yeah. week, not particularly any different aside from a couple of standouts. Um, I'll get started with Middlesbrough at home to Reading. They are the shortest priced championship team uh, this weekend, so I'm not going to spend too long on it. They're 1.46 to win at home to Reading. Uh, This is a Reading side who are like night and day, home and away. Um, At home, they've actually got the fourth best best record in the division. Away from home, the 23rd best, so uh, the second worst in the league. They've won just three of their 17 games on the road this season. Uh, Middlesbrough, though, at home, very, very tough to beat. They've won six consecutive games at home, uh, unbeaten in eight, haven't lost at home since they lost to Blackburn on the 15th of October. So, um, yeah, they're, they're in a very good run of form at home, beating some decent sides along the way in that run. Uh, and I expect nothing less than a, a fairly steady win this weekend. I'd, I'd probably say you could probably go on the handicap minus one here as well um, for Middlesbrough. Yep, aligned. To talk about Luton, uh, they're playing Swansea at Kenilworth Road. Uh, you know, if you kind of just had a look at the at Luton's last last uh, six games, you'd see they've only won one. But I think if we dig a bit deeper, we'll, we'll find some some uh, you know enough form and enough results to to go off here. So a two two draw at home last time out against Millwall. I'm okay with that. Millwall top six rival, good side. They beat Birmingham away. They lost at home to Burnley. Not a problem. 
drew away at Preston and Coventry. I think that's absolutely fine. And then they beat Stoke and Cardiff consecutively in the league at home to nil. Uh, I see Swansea as a similar proposition to kind of Stoke and Cardiff. It's not been a good season for Swansea, and I don't think it's going to end in any kind of celebration, to be honest with you. Uh, and then, yeah, having a look at them on the road, it's no wins in their last three. A draw away at a poor QPR side, a thumping uh, 3-0 by Sheffield United, and a 1-0 uh, defeat against Blackburn. At home, they've hardly been impressive either. Uh, the last two have been at home. 1-1 uh, with Rotherham, and what's more alarming for me, a 3-1 defeat um, to Stoke City, who I, I think if Stoke are scoring three past you and beating you on your own patch, you should be uh, should be highly concerned, I think. Hmm. Yeah, well... Oh, and I didn't read out the price, sorry. They're priced at 2.04. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, Swansea for me, by far and away in the Championship, the team that has failed to live up to my expectations and disappointed me the most this season. Um, yeah, they've been agreed. Compared to what I thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just guess, how long do they do they give the Russell Martin project before he goes? Um, yeah. I don't particularly follow Swansea that closely. I don't look at their timeline or anything that closely or the forums or whatever. But yeah, surely patience has got to be wearing thin because they're not really showing any signs of progression whatsoever. Mm. Um, I think there's, there's problems with the recruitment as well in there. Um, so I think he's got his hands tied a bit. So I think the problems run a bit deeper. Mm. Okay. Um, up next then, uh, another obvious one here, Burnley against Blackpool. Burnley 1.6 for the victory. Um, yeah, the, the title procession marches on really for Burnley, doesn't it? Uh, best away record in the league. No losses in 14 consecutive games uh, away from home. In the championship, they've won five of the last six. Uh, the only draw coming away to Millwall in the last away game. Um, I also expect uh, more of the same for Burnley. Doesn't really need too much saying on this one, really, does it? They're in fantastic form. They don't look like losing, particularly. They always seem to find a way, as we saw in the FA Cup, against a really dogged Fleetwood side um, on Wednesday night. The 90th minute winner for Burnley there against a tough to beat, uh, hard to break down, 10-man Fleetwood. Um, I expect the same again. Blackpool are a side who just generally are, are struggling. Um, despite Mick McCarthy coming in, the results haven't massively picked up. They've got just one win in their last eight games. Um, so, yeah, for me, Burnley to get another routine victory. Yeah, I think it's a standout, isn't it, in the league? Um, Blackpool priced at 6.1. I think that, that tells you everything that you need to know. Uh, okay, I'm going to have a look at Rotherham, Tom. Uh, Rotherham are at home against QPR. Obviously, Gareth Ainsworth coming in. Um, I'm not going to give him too much um, kind of blame for losing his first game at home, 3-1. Against Blackburn, Blackburn probably the luckiest team I've I've ever known in my entire life. And again, you know, Wonder goals and fluky uh, ricochets going in at one end. And Gareth Ainsworth came out after and said he had two training sessions and kind of called for a bit of patience. And I think he will be good. But I just I just think Rotherham is not really where you want to go, I don't think, when you're trying to you know, get to grips with things. They've been pretty good at home recently, Rotherham. 
uh, better than I kind of gave them credit for. So I'm going to read out a couple of recent results. And they're not incredible, but I think they're enough. So a 2-2 draw was Stoke. Sure, fine, whatever. A 4-0 win against Blackburn. Obviously, that leaps off the page. A 0-0 draw with Sheffield United. Yep, good. A 2-0 loss to Coventry. Coventry well in the groove at that time. And a 2-1 win over Sunderland. So it's a tough place. It really is to go, uh, the New York Stadium at the moment. So we've got two angles here. If you want it as an accumulator kind of booster, 1.51 is the double chance. They're 2.9 on the nose. Uh, I recommend both. Yep, I can see it. Consider that one myself. Um, just one more from me. It's it's not as such a tip. It's more of like a quite a big outsider price that I just wanted to touch upon. Um, Ooh, spicy. Preston, yeah, Preston away at Watford. Preston a 4.9 for the win. Um, I feel like Watford are an extremely unreliable team to be backing at under evens. They're 1.86 this weekend. Um, and their home record kind of reflects that. They've won just they've, they've won two of their last six home games. Um, across the championship, home and away, they've uh, won just two of their last eight. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think Preston are that bad a side that they should be 4.9 outsiders, considering, again, how patchy Watford's form is. Um, Preston, you know, away from home. Three wins in the last six games, um, two defeats in that run. I, you know, they've got one of the best away records in the league of Preston. It's the it's the fourth best. They've won fifty percent of their away games this season, eight out of sixteen. So yeah, even though Preston's form isn't, they're not on a mad winning run or anything like that. I just, uh, I think this game's a bit more even than the odds maybe suggest here. Um, mm. uh, kind of funny that we said, oh, here's the championship. We never have any, uh, never have any tips. We've read, read out about half the league, so I'm going to do that again here. Um, same as Rotherham, exact same. So I got a double chance and a, on the nose. Uh, it's Wigan against Birmingham. So up the ticks. Um, so we are going for uh, 1.33 Wigan double chance. That's a horrible price to be honest, but might pad your acker a bit. Uh, 2.4 for on the nose, which is what I'm interested in. Wigan under Sean Maloney, really building something, building from the back. Uh, it's been good to see, to be honest with you. Uh, since he's taken over, these have been your results. 0-0 against Blackburn, away. 1-0 against Huddersfield at home, win. 1-1 uh, away at Bristol City, they're in the groove at the moment, good with that. 0-0 against Norwich at home, good with that. And lost 2-1 against Preston away. That's fine. Birmingham spiralling out of control on and off the pitch after a really good kind of 2022. Uh, they're now slipped all the way down to 19th when there was murmurings of a uh, of a playoff uh, berth at one stage. Not from me, but from other people. Uh, yeah, so I like the look of Wigan to avoid defeat, uh, just like I uh, said with Rotherham. Yep, okay, can see that one for sure. Um, League One, then, uh, unless you've got any more to go through in the championship. No, 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 no. Let's not uh, let's not water <laughs> down the quality. Um, right, uh, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday for me are the first one that I fancy in League One. One point seven four for the league leaders to get a victory at home to Peterborough this weekend. Um, 
Wednesday have lost just one of their 17 games at home this season. They scored 40 goals as well in the process. It's the division high uh, in terms of goals scored at home. Um, yeah, they're just on a fantastic run. You know, if you look at Sheffield Wednesday's recent run of matches, and by recent, I mean almost all season. I'm, I'm looking here in front of me back to October. And I can see one, two. I can see nine wins and two draws in their eleven league home games. You know they're on a fantastic run, six consecutive wins in a row. Um, prior to their last home game, when they beat MK Dons five-two, they had kept um, six consecutive home clean sheets as well. So, yeah, it's just a really formidable, tough place to go. Um, and as as good as Peterborough's five-two win against Plymouth was the other weekend, um, I just think this is going to be a step too far for Peterborough. They're, they're still a very hit and miss side, um, much better at home than they are away from home as well. So, yeah, um, Sheffield Wednesday should get a, a fairly routine win, I think, this weekend. Yeah, we can't can't be going trusting Peterborough after one result. No. Um, in terms of trust, Tom, my trust is not broken in Plymouth Argyle. Uh, 1.86 is the price there against Charlton. Um, I appreciate they've dropped off a little bit. I understand that. That's okay. Um, they've still won 14, drew one and lost one at home. And they haven't lost in any of the last eight at home. And Charlton, well, they have scored one goal in their last four games. Uh, they drew 0-0 to Peterborough. That's fine. Uh, lost uh, against Sheffield Wednesday 1-0, lost against Derby. Like They're losing against these these tough teams, which obviously Plymouth are. Uh, I'm not worried that Plymouth are coming off the back of that big thumping by, uh, by Peterborough. They've still got the best home record in the league. Three points better off than Sheffield Wednesday, having played a game less. Uh, three points better off than Bolton in third, having played two games less. It's a formidable place. That's not going to change. Charlton, the perfect opponents. Yep, I like it. Um, another one for me, it's, it's short though. 1.58, Derby to win at home to Shrewsbury. Yeah, it's, it's a bit too short for me, this one. But um, I do think they'll win. They've won seven of the last eight home games in the league. Um, that one that they did was a draw against Lincoln and they had a had last-minute goal disallowed, hit the bye. You know, they... they could easily have won that on another day. So, um, yeah, you could have been looking at eight consecutive league wins at home there. Um, yeah, I think they'll get another comfortable win against the Shrewsbury side, who, yes, they're, they're doing quite well. But away from home, um, their form kind of come, comes unstuck a little bit. Uh, they've lost their last away game against Accrington 1-0, which is a bad result. Before that, drew 0-0 against Exeter. Um, and then the two away games before that, narrow 1-0 wins against the struggling Oxford side and the struggling MK Don side. So um, I think Shrewsbury are very much a home side. Uh, Derby, likewise, um, I think, yeah, it should be a comfortable win, um, probably to nil for Derby this weekend. Uh, we're back in Barnsley. 2.12 uh, away at Bristol Rovers. Uh, Bristol Rovers has stopped the rot. Uh, they won their first game in, I think it was seven, eight, eight games. Uh, they managed to get a 3-0 win away at Oxford. Uh, 
backed them as well at three to one at the early kickoff, which was nice. But I'm about to stick the knife into them here. Um, and Oxford are an absolute circus at the moment, and I don't think by going there and beating them, all of a sudden Bristol Rovers are good again. Like I, I, I don't buy that at all. And then I have a look at Barnsley, who are one of the best teams in the league for sure, and over the last eight games statistically. Um, Bristol Rovers have played four home games in a row without winning. Barnsley haven't lost in any of their last seven, winning four consecutively. Uh, I, I feel like not many people are talking about Barnsley. Maybe it's because they're in sixth and you're not allowed to to talk about Barnsley being good. I don't really get it. We t- everyone talks about Derby, but you know uh, Barnsley have four games in hand on Bolton, uh, who are in fourth, and there's only a three point gap. So the rate they're going, you know, if they continue to put the pressure on they've got two games in hand on Plymouth and they're only uh, nine points off Plymouth like Barnsley are serious contenders for uh, automatic promotion or promotion through the playoffs I'm a big believer in what they're doing at the moment and they've got the second best record in the league over the last eight games so yeah we will be back in Barnsley at 2.12 cool um, just one more for me. Um, it's it's not anything that we've actually read out on the pod, I don't think, this season. Um, and I'm surprised we haven't before now. Uh, it's Lincoln against Oxford, uh, and it's a game to be a draw. 3.2 mm. is the price for draw. Actually, um, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't come up yeah, with this earlier. This is, this is usually the thing I'd be all over, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Lincoln have drawn 13 of their 16 home games this season. It's a phenomenal record. Uh, 81% of their home games this season have ended in a draw. So, you know, sticking with the trend, for something that's happened 81% of the time, to get odds of, of over 2-1, to one, I think is really good value here. Um, yeah, they, they play Oxford. Oxford have just sacked Carl Robinson, Carl Robinson so maybe the danger is... Um, new manager bounce or no Carl Robinson bounce because they've been pretty poor um, <laughs> under him. Um, but yeah, Lincoln just just seemed to churn out draw after draw after draw. They've got the second best defence at home in the league. They've only conceded 11 goals at home this season, which is a better record than Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, Derby, Ipswich, all those teams at the top of the league aside from Bolton. Um, so yeah, draw for me here again, 3.2. Yeah, ready to move into League 2 if you are, mate. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, For a league that we usually tend to squeeze quite a few from, there's not an awful lot for me this weekend. No, not much juice in the lemon, is there? No, no, not, no. Get us kicked off. Okay, Um, I'm going to go for Stevenage. Uh, I know we both like Stevenage this weekend. Uh, Yeah, we're backing them even though they have won one in their last seven, uh, which was their last time out, a 3-2 win away at Wimbledon. Uh, basically, I just think if if this game is played ten times, I think Stevenage win nine of them at least. Uh, Rochdale haven't won their last nine games. We're talking about the worst team in the EFL. Um, they've lost 12 of 15, 17 at home. They're winning just two. Uh, and Stevenage, 
have won five, drew eight, and lost just three on the road. So we're looking for them to uh, to notch again for us. They're obviously, uh, even though they are going through a bit of a bad spell, they're still in second, which I think just goes to show, you know, they had the points on the board already to, to kind of give themselves a bit of a platform. Uh, yeah, I can't see a Steve Evans side going through a bad run for too long at this level anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm basically leaning on the fact that Rochdale have been so bad and Stevenage have been so good in the season overall that, you know, <clears throat> going with the probability that, that Stevenage should go there and get the job done nine times out of ten. Yeah. I'm not very good at reading out the prices. I forgot again. It's, <laughs> it's like it's my first day at work. 1.79. Yeah, that is the important bit. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 1.79 for Stevenage. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to look at uh, Grim. I'm going to look at Carlisle at home to Grimsby. Carlisle priced at one point eight for the victory. Um, I feel like travel could be a big factor into this one. Uh, Grimsby are off the back of the two one victory in the FA Cup, um, as we've mentioned, away at Southampton. Fantastic result for them. However, if we consider that Grimsby had to travel down to Southampton um, on probably on the Tuesday. Four and a half hours drive. They're probably going to come back tonight or tomorrow. That's another four and a half hours drive. Then they've got to go to Carlisle, which is a three and a half hour drive. You know, they're getting all over the country in in the space of about four days. Um, I feel like it probably could take their toll. I often find that when lower league teams, and this is a little theory of mine, when they have a big result in a cup game against a, a higher division team, mainly like a Premier League giant killing or a championship giant killing. Um, they come back down to earth in their respective division the following match. Um, so, yeah, they go up against the Carlisle side this weekend who are flying high again. Uh, scored five last weekend against Crawley. Uh, beat Colchester at home 1-0 before that. I think this is going to be a slog at the end of the week for, for Grimsby. Um, you know, they're not going to go down. They're not going to go up. They've got a, an FA Cup quarterfinal to look forward to. I think I think that's the aim for them this season. Now that's that's what it's all all focused on, and uh, Carlisle will take advantage of that. Absolutely, this week for me signifies the start of not on the beach, oh. not on the beach, but <laughs> but starting to think about what they're going to pack. <laughs> starting to Google a couple of nightclubs, starting to Google things to do in Malaga or Magaluf or wherever footballers go, Dubai. Maybe not in League Two, I don't know. But anyway, I think they're holiday planning, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um. So, Grimsby, as you mentioned, safe, not going down, and got the big FA Cup quarter final. At least they've got something to fight for. Crew Alexandra, I mean, bloody hell. What a boring old season it's been to be a crew fan. My God. Um, they are safe. They are 17th. They've drawn 14 games of their 32. Nearly half the games they've drawn. Um, so yeah, that's why they find themselves in 17th. And I think they're planning things to do and thinking about their outfits and Googling nice restaurants for their ladies and stuff. And, Tom, 
They are playing away at the third hardest venue. And I couldn't believe this when I had a look. So I'm going to read out the top four and I'm going to miss third. Leighton Orient, best record. Stevenage, blank. Carlisle. Without looking, can you quickly stab a guess at who is in third? Uh, Stockport? No, they're in fourth. Uh, well, fifth, so respect. They're close. It's actually Sutton. Wow. Sutton United. Um, they are in ninth. Another team who nobody is talking about, including us, um, for promotion. But they're only three points out from Salford in a playoff spot with a game in hand. So I'm thinking Sutton got some at strive for against Crew, who are planning on where to take their girlfriends for dinner. I mean, this is a huge, huge kind of preview for a game that's one point six three. But <laughs> but but we're we're gonna we're gonna roll with it because I I can't undo what I've said and uh, yeah Sutton one point six three. I like it. There's some horrendously short teams in League Two. Shocking. Like, I'm just looking down the list of like home sides. There's there's not many that are above evens. The majority are below evens. You know Bradford, Carlisle, Leighton Orient, Northampton, so, you know, Stockport, Sutton, Tranmere, even bloody yeah. hell. And and they're not all going to win. This is League Two. They're not all going to win. No, definitely, definitely. So um, could be some gems at big prices if you can pick them. Um, I've not really got any more to be honest. I, I I really like. Right. I just want to mention one thing. I want to give a shout out on Twitter to at playmaker underscore en playmaker stats. They tweeted the other. I nearly fell off my chair. That Bradford. <laughs> They conceded the fewest goals in open play. Just 12 conceded. So I quote tweeted and said, well, they must concede at every set piece then because they're crap, basically. And they got back to me and they said, they've conceded 29 goals this season, Bradford. 12 from open play, 16 from set pieces and one penalty. And if that doesn't underline why they're so untrustworthy... I don't know what will. Yeah. Rubbish. 100%. 100%. Right. Let's move on. Uh, well, let's look back before we move forward. Uh, last week's treble, a uh, bit of an agoniser, really, because it was a 9.12 and it came bloody close. Burnley beat Huddersfield 4-0 at home. Absolutely no problem. Bolton got it done for us against Port Vale. They won 2-1. Uh, but Stockport, who we had away at Barrow, uh, lost 1-0. So... Just the one leg that let us down, which sucked. But we, uh, we're we feeling good about this week's. So Tom can read it out. Yeah. So this week's trouble, we're going to go for Burnley to win away at Blackpool, Middlesbrough to win at home to Reading, and Stevenage to win away at Rochdale. So that trouble pays uh, 4.4 with matchbooks. So £10 example stake would return you, what, £44. Lovely. Um, so yeah, please get involved. Send us in your bet slips, whether you're backing what we're backing or not. Um, Twitter is the best place to interact with us. T underscore FB podcast. Uh, I know I mentioned I had a bit of a weekend off from content, but uh, it's coming back. So please enjoy what we've got to offer uh, on that platform. And Tom, we'll go into 
fancy football, and and you're not going to believe this. Go on. So the league average this week was thirty nine. Mm-hmm. I got seventy seven. Ooh. And I went down. Crikey. I got I just, 71 I, here and I've gone down. I'm sick of it. Absolutely yeah. sick of it. Yeah, because I was looking at people at the top of the league just early before we came on air and they've got like in the hundreds, these people, man. Wow. Crazy. I hate yeah. this game. It's crap. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. But uh, yeah, do you want to read out top 10? Yeah, so top 10 from 10 to 1, we've got Bill Bowles, Kenneth Maher, Danny Whiteman, David Arias, Neil McCloy, Tola A.W., Dan Pinska, Chris Postings, Johan Ekstrom, and Pat Ravenhall. Uh, yeah, Pat's still top of the league, still stretching his lead. He's uh, on 1,687 points. Uh, it's a lead of 70 points. Do you, know, do you know Pat? Uh, so the mm-hmm. highest points recorded anywhere in the game this week was 106 you know pat got 104 did he yeah so he was nearly like the best in the world this week respect that's a strong effort from pat (laughs) yeah very strong effort and uh yeah you can join our league if you if you want to go head to head with pat get at us on twitter again it's t underscore fb podcast you can get the league code and you can join at your rightful spot as long as you've currently got a fancy football team with the official Prem app. Really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening to the show, guys. We'll be back as ever, same time again next week. But yeah, good luck for the weekend. Let us know on social media what bets you've got on. Uh, if you get any winners, we love to see them. So yeah, good luck for the weekend. See you then.